0: Welcome to The Soul Show. I'm your host, Hillary Boynton, here with my hilarious sidekick, Miss Rita Ross. That's me. We're just a couple real food mamas sharing our real food journeys and giving you valuable tips along the way. Here at School of Lunch, we believe simplicity is gourmet, and there's no greater gift you can give yourself and your family than learning to cook. So roll up your sleeves, get in your kitchens, and let's get cracking! Okay. Welcome to The Soul Show. I'm Hillary Boynton. And I'm Rita Ross. And we are here today to demystify bone broth. Mm-hmm. We are taking you guys through the alphabet and giving you all the answers to the food system and health and wellness as we see it. And today is letter B mm-hmm. and we're going to episode two. Let- letter B is <laughs> not letter B. It's the number and two. So number two, <laughs> letter B will be bone broth and bone broth is one of those things that uh, I think needs some demystifying, right? Yeah. It's become very popular in the last, not quite decade, but over the last several years. And people are on this bone broth bandwagon. But we want to empower you guys to learn how to make it at home. Home, yourself. Because it is pennies on the dollar when yeah. you make it yourself. And you could be paying upwards of 20 bucks a quart oh my if you're going to the grocery and purchasing it. And I understand if you're not well and you don't have the energy to make it then we're certainly so thankful that there are some great companies out there making amazing bone broth. Actually, like my friend Nell Stevenson, of who's course. been on our uh, Instagram and stuff. She has um, Paleoista. She makes amazing bone broths. Mm. So, but if you can make it yourself, you should because it's just so nourishing and delicious, and it's something that you kind of infuse into your kids and you can infuse it into your meals, um, whether you're making rice or beans or whatever, you can use that as your base and in soups instead of water. Right. So it's like so much flavor and nutrition. Yes. So So, let's get going. So let's get going. Where do you want me to start? Well, Rita, Rita is like the audience representative. I'm like you guys. So sometimes I can just go, 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 because I feel like I just am all kind of giving you all the information. But I know that it can be confusing. Right. So if you kind of like say, Hillary, let's take it step by step, because imagine the person that doesn't know. It's never even heard of bone broth. Right. Bone broth was, is really was new to me until I, I
1: met Hillary. I'd never, I of course knew chicken broth, but I've never heard what's bone broth. So I thought uh, it was be something like, something like only elite people know about and you know, healthy, uh, extra healthy nutrition, exercise people that are like in the know. And now I know that it's an actually
0: very ancient process. Yeah that our ancestors have been doing for a very really long time. Yeah, cultures around the world really um, valued. I mean, they, that's one thing we've gotten removed from, too. They, they valued the whole animal. So they used things like the bones and the heads and the feet and the trotters and the ears and everything because they knew. I don't know how they knew it all, but they just, um, they had this wisdom that we have not been um lucky enough to really have that passed down to us. I feel like we've had a break in our system with um, processed foods coming in and quick and easy, convenient. Right, but so now we're here to kind of return back to the uh, wisdom of our ancestors. And we say we're ancestors in training now. So we have to gain this knowledge. You guys have to gain this knowledge so we can pass it on to the next generation and healthier people. So bone broth is really um, made with just water, and bones, whether you have pork bones or beef bones or chicken bones or lamb bones, whatever you have. You can even mix them too in water and you, um, you put them in water, put a little bit of apple cider vinegar if you have it. If you don't, you don't have to, but you are going to leach the minerals out of the bones. When you just start with a stock pot, with water in the bones, you let it sit for 20 minutes to 40 minutes, depending on which kind of bones. And we can go deeper into things as we need to, or you guys can ask questions, because we're gonna be doing Facebook Lives and stuff where we're gonna have Q&A this live. So if you miss things, don't worry about it, or we skip over something, write it down, and be sure to ask us. But really, um, you just add things like carrots, onion, celery, mm-hmm. maybe a couple of each, right? And then if you have a bay leaf, throw that in. If you have some peppercorns, throw that in. Turn it on and bring it up to a boil you skim the scum off the top as it comes all the little bubbles those are just impurities that are rising to the top like the foam and i've walked away so many times and it's been in a boil and in go all the impurities into the broth and like ah but it's not a big deal you can just especially if you source good bones there's not gonna be that many impurities anyway so um so that's really it and then you let it roll for like 24, 12 to 24 hours for chicken. Not bottle. at a high boil. You're, you're bringing it, then you, it comes you down. lower it down. And it's going to be just a little baby summer. Like, kind of like happy mm. underneath the surface, right? You don't want the rolling, angry boil. You want it to be nice and
1: happy. Just a happy little summer. Happy
0: little simmer. So that mm. was kind of jumping ahead to how you make it. I guess we didn't really start to, with like, you know, what it does for you and all of that. But, you know, so. Well, some people just want to go some make it. Just they wanna don't want to go hear right this. in and dive right in and make it. And so, and we'll do a video on that as well. But actually, I made it last night. I think that was last night, maybe two nights ago. So, um, so you skim the scum, turn it down. I guess we're just giving the gist of how easy it is. You leave it on your stovetop at a low, low. I even pull it off the burner a little bit. And if you don't feel comfortable leaving your stovetop on overnight, you can put it in the oven. You can use a crock pot. Uh, so there's you know, use. all sorts of solutions and you let it roll for 12 to 24 hours for chicken. Beef would be more like 48 hours. Mm-hmm. And then you strain the bones and you can pick any leftover meat off the bones, getting all any of the cartilage and whatever you want that's nutrient dense and delicious. Um, and you can save that for soups. If you have anything left on there, you might have uh, we can go back to this, but you might have made a meal and then saved the bones to make your broth. So you strain it, and then you have this beautiful broth that you let cool and pop in your fridge, or you can freeze it. And you can sip it. You can cook with it. You can add it, like she was
1: saying, add it to things if you're making a gravy. If you're making, oh, well, my just kids are so, obsessed
0: with gravy lately. It's so lately. useful.
1: It's, so it's a really useful good. thing to have in your fridge, and you will start to want to make it every week. You want to always have it on hand because if once you become a person in the kitchen then you know, okay, it's going to be one of those things that you will reach for. It's a staple. You'll reach for it, I promise. You make it, and you're going to use it. Yeah, and
0: I have to say, in the summertime, when it's really, really hot, I don't crave it as much, so we really don't have it as much because we're not having the soups and all that. But as soon as that weather shifts, I'm like, oh, and now literally every week for the last month and a half or so, we've had a a thing of bone broth just going. And I often add, um, like – feet, chicken feet, or pig trotters, or, I know this makes people mm-hmm. very squeamish, but I always say we honor the whole animal by using the whole animal, right, Reeks? I mean, yep. our way, way, way back, right, the Bible would say that we use, well, what, what did the Bible say much. about animals?
1: Um, <laughs> well, to be, you know, first of all, that we have dominion over the animals, but also that you are supposed to honor, treat them well. And be good stewards of the land and good stewards of the animals that were given to us. Yes. Yeah, and
0: so we've been removed from that, and that's something that I think a lot of people have a hard time um, with eating animals. We've had a huge movement towards vegetarianism and veganism because people feel so compelled to um, kind of revolt against the treatment, the poor treatment of animals. And I totally agree with yes. that. I do agree that we're. Um, We're very disconnected from the whole process and people don't understand that an animal has died for our nourishment. And when it's just so cavalier, like I'm going to have chicken, I'm going to have beef and I'm going to have this and whatever I want, I'm going to have as much as I want. And you don't think about what, what actions really took place in order for you to have those, you know, chicken breasts with that are boneless, skinless chicken breasts on the, you know, grocery store shelves or that filet mignon. When really, when you, when you think of if you had to go through that act of really taking the life of an animal, you wouldn't just so quickly throw away the things that you think you don't want, right? And if you only and if you think traditionally, people might that might be what's going to feed their whole tribe for the whole winter, right? Well, and of so, course,
1: they used and they would use the hive. The for warmth, hives, yeah. And, you know, even I remember like tongues for
0: brushes and all kinds of things. Really? Like, oh, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, and the more you speak to people from other cultures, they they really talk about. It. I remember um, one of the gentlemen at the farmers market was saying he's Mexican, and, and they had his mom would make tongue all the time, and it was so he it was like tongue tacos were his favorite favorite. <laughs> and so for me, I'm like, what from New Hampshire? Like that was not in our, uh, you know, I've never made. No, but you know what? Actually, I shouldn't say that because my grandmother. And her sister always had tongue at holidays. It was like a an appetizer. I'm sorry I'm making the face. I, just I know. It's hard. So right? It's so different, right? It's so different. But we're here to, this is really good, though, because I think a lot of people are so squeamish about it. But if you actually look at the nutrient density of, like, a liver, um, and we're getting away from bone broth a little bit, but if uh. you look at the nutrient density, <laughs> it's just a powerhouse. And bone broth, I mean, you can put, um, you know... You can put organs in there and stuff, too, but it's best if you eat the organs, I think. But most cultures did that. They had um, my my friend actually went to the Peace Corps in Mongolia and she said it was called Guinness Grab Bag, where they would literally you had a whole pot. that whole animal was basically in the pot. It was a stew and you just kind of got what you got and you didn't really know what you were getting. But Mm. that was what they had. And it was fed the whole. Yeah. Um, well, and, if so. you,
1: and the bone, and also she, as she was saying about treating the animals, it's it's not even just if you're going, we you care about the animal, you honor the animal when you're eating something nice like a flamingo, and you don't want to eat the rest of it. It's really about the treatment of animals, also with the fast food places and all these places that are that if you know if you go there, that's really what you're contributing to. Also, is those big 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 factory farms that are just busting it out, and you know. The McRib just came out again, so oh gosh. And I see it now. You know, it's funny when I was a kid, I used to see a commercial for the McRib, and I would think, "Ooh, that looks good." But since cooking real food and being in the kitchen for really hardcore for the last three years, I I see that commercial. I'm just kind of like, "Oh, I don't even get it. Like, it doesn't not, it doesn't appeal it's to me at all." Yeah. But it used to, you know. But I think once I changed, I started cooking for myself, and I'm tasting real food, eating real food. You just you won't want that. You won't crave it and you won't want it. Your kids also won't as much get excited for, you know. Yeah,
0: I think that's a really good point because I think a lot of people don't know what, well, they don't know what it feels like to feel good, but they also don't know what real food really tastes like. And once you're nourished with a real home-cooked meal, that's quite simple. I mean, we say simplicity is gourmet, right? And it doesn't have to be complicated, but when it's real, there is something noticeable about the difference in the taste and the difference of how you feel. I know even just going out to eat with all the added salts and stuff, I always feel like super thirsty. And, mm-hmm. um, so that's a whole, whole well, other but, thing. Well, but,
1: but the, to get back to bone broth, one of the, the ways that <laughs> I, the way, on track. the way that I learned to make bone broth was with, that, what pulled me into it was that I could start with a meal. So if, it was like, okay, I'm going to, as Hillary t- taught me to roast a chicken, and when I was done, I picked the chicken off. I would save the chicken, eat the chicken, whatever it is, and then take that carcass. And wh- this is what I do. I take the carcass, I throw it into the pot. I add onion, celery, carrots, maybe a couple peppercorns. That's really it. I usually don't have a bay leaf. She usually uses bay leaf. I don't usually don't well, have one. Well, here they're out
0: in the trees. But everywhere. if you have,
1: yeah, but if you have one, awesome. Yeah. Um, And then I it with water and I'm it's that's I mean that's it it's so but I also can you will use a crock pot so the crock pot I as I don't feel comfortable leave my stove on all, all night long some people do she's so used to it that it's no big deal to her but a yeah. crock pot's nice it's easy and it's I used to use keep a crock going pot for like
0: two days all the time when we were on the GAPS diet I and I wrote a book um which we talked about in episode one but the heal your gut cookbook this is kind of my my tattered version but the base of healing and sealing leaky gut is really the foundation is broth meat stocks and broth so talking about the difference between a meat stock and a broth a lot of people when they're healing their guts cannot handle bone broth a lot of people say that didn't make me feel um great so it's easier on the digestive tract if you have a meat stock which is really like if you were to cook the whole chicken or bones with meat on them in the in the water Mm -hmm. and then that's and vegetables whatever you want to put in there it's kind of like that chicken Mm -hmm. thighs I do at school Mm -hmm. um, with veggies around and I fill it with water and um, and that is a whole meal in and of itself you have the meat to pull off the bones you have the broth that you can pour around you have the veggies right there and so that's um, really cooked for maybe like one to two hours versus like 12 to 24 hours so a broth is more 12 to 24 minutes.
1: Yeah, broth is quick, and a bone broth is going to take a little longer.
0: Get the sunshine on us. (laughs) Let's turn this way a little bit. Here we go. We can do it. We can do this, Ritz.
1: That's going to get edited out. So,
0: okay, good to know. So anyway, um, yeah, so when you make the broth, like Rita was saying, you can roast a couple of chickens. If you only have one chicken, you can roast it, and you can even save that carcass and put it in a Ziploc in your freezer. And if you have two chickens, I usually always have on hand, and I know you don't necessarily do this, but I always have the feet or the heads, a trotter, something that I know is going to add that gelatin. So when you have, um, if you think about bones and joints, right? Like if you think about your joints and what keeps them lubricated, there's that like, um, that collagen in there, right? That's what's going to give us the gelatin. So when that is dissolved in the broth that's what's going to make that gel and that's what's so good for our hair our strength, our nails our joints our tendons Mm -hmm. our ligaments our digestion it's so so powerful Mm -hmm. um so you want to have meaty bones and bony bones and i like putting the 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 feet in there because they have those all those knuckles so what does she mean by that that means when you like
1: if you go to the to the meat department you're going to see those things that you maybe like me don't normally buy but you'll see a whole row of like, okay, there's ground beef, there's chicken breasts, there's this, and then there's this chicken whole row feet. of like chicken feet or chicken heads. Some
0: places I don't even, know. well, maybe in the in oh the yeah, markets, in the, the market, um, like in the Mexican the, market, the, yeah, they do so have I've the heads, will yeah. still
1: have the heads, and they'll just have them all packaged up. And it's you can normal just take them for them, out. very normal, very normal, very regular.
0: A regular, yeah. yeah. So actually, we used to have a babysitter from Trinidad who would say that they would make a chicken foot stew it was called souse or something and they would eat they eat the whole Mm -hmm. padding of the foot because there's all that amazing and your dog she gives her
1: dogs raw my dogs
0: so your dogs can eat raw bones do not give your dogs cooked bones but the raw beef bones with that marrow in there Mm -hmm. Um, and that's the thing about beef broth too you're going to get that those marrow bones you're going to have the marrow bones and the um and the knuckle bones so you want those knuckle bones that have all that So, yes, where there's the joints that are moving. So anyway, so a lot of people ask a lot. I'd say it's probably the number one question is whether or not to use an Instapot. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's a pressure cooker. I have to admit, I've never used an Instapot. I have one um, that I just got gifted to me, Mm -hmm. but I don't turn to that. Because I don't use it. I don't use it. <laughs> I just don't use it. But you know, I think the, I don't use them
1: either. I'm the, just not a fan. They, I don't know. Well, the you pressure know, cooker
0: thing. side of things, I mean, I've had you a might lot of be able to teach us. Better, a lot of right? bloggers say that it's okay. I think you can also put an InstaPot on the not pressure cooker side, right? Can't you just? We don't really I know. I don't know. But we're supposed to be the experts. No, I'm not. You are. Well, we'll get into the Instapot and then let you guys know. But I do know that a lot of people that I know and love and respect use an Instapot. So if that's your thing and that makes it easy on you, then I would say it's better to do it than to not do it at all. And I think it has a setting where you don't have to pressure cook it. You can just cook it like a crock pot in the Instapot. So um, anyway, that was one of the key questions, I would say. Hmm. So, um, but it is, it's so economical, too. I can't even tell you because you can then take that broth And you can sip it like you said, like I just had a mug of bone broth with a little bit of uh, my salt, good salt, You want good real salt. Um, And uh, I often put an extra tablespoon of butter or lard or something in there that's going to keep me satiated. So I know that sounds crazy, but it's just the fats are what keep you satiated and Mm -hmm. deliver all that nutrition to all of your cells around your body. So Rita and I like to say we are the fat because we are delivering you guys all the little tips and tidbits. We're just kind of infusing it over to you. So, um, and you can also use it as the base of so many soups. Like if you have a butternut squash and a leek or an onion, you can make a beautiful butternut squash soup that's filled with nutrition. And then you can um, puree it at the end and put a little crumb fraiche on top, mm. or a little uh, kraut juice or sauerkraut on top is something that ferments also... Ferments will be F. Ferments will be F, so stay <laughs> tuned for that. We've got a few letters in between to go, but um, you can make, you can pull the meat off the bone and you can make a chicken soup. So that's actually another great, great tip is that you can do a boiled chicken where you literally just... Put the whole chicken in the pot. I don't know if mm-hmm. you've done this. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. It. So you put a whole chicken in the pot, cold water. You can put the vinegar in if you want. And then you bring it up to a boil, mm-hmm. put the lid on, turn it off, and let it sit for an hour. And that will cook the entire chicken. Wow. So then you pull it out, let it cool, and you pull all the meat off the bones. And you have that meat to make wow. whatever you want. You can freeze it, but mm. you have the meat. So you won't have the flavor of a roasted yeah. chicken. But, I often, it's, but
1: it's fine if you're going to add But it's it.
0: one hour, too. It's like quick, quick. So you you bring, have all you that put meat. put the
1: whole chicken in. Whole chicken fill it in. with water above the, the chicken. Yep. Bring it to a boil. Then turn it off like you do rice. And let it turn simmer. It and, it, and, and cover it. it and it.
0: cover it. And it and it's just, the heat will stay in there and cook it enough so that the, the meat is cooked. And you pull it off. And you can use that to make your chicken salad and all mm. that. So when I roast a chicken, I usually take all the tidbits mm. and everything that are on the, the um the base of the pan that are all that caramelized, yummy flavor. Mm-hmm. I scrape that into my broth pot. Yeah. So all that flavor gets infused. Okay. So if you're using a carcass from a boiled chicken, you won't have that flavor, mm. but you can always throw things in like ginger oh, or yeah. Oh, yeah. whatever you, whatever you want to flavor. It's it kind of like becomes you, a blank slate. You, yeah. A blank slate. Yes. Okay. That's so, nice to um, know. so that's a good, a good, good tip. So what else do you want to know? Um, I think that's, that's, that's bone broth
1: yeah well i think that's bone broth you know but i
0: I think what we
1: really wanted to get across to you is that you can make bone broth at home and it's really not hard
0: yeah it's it's so easy and so economical so nutritious so delicious i actually crave um i'm craving it now like every morning Mm -hmm. so a lot of a great health tip and we'll talk about this when we get to i is intermittent fasting Mm -hmm. where you um You know, you shorten your window span of what you're eating yep, and um, or when you're eating. So say you end at seven o'clock at night and then because when you sleep is when your body heals. So your body's working on all that repair. And if you're busy digesting, digesting. So if you're eating at like 10 o'clock at night and then you go to bed at 1030, your body has to digest everything before it can do any repair. So if you rest from seven in the morning, seven at night till say seven to seven would be 12 hours so say you go to 11 that's what 16 that's I've awesome didn't do well in school <laughs> it's the math yeah, that's i know I'm not so good at the math
1: well it's basically you're either what do they say you're either digesting or you're detoxing right isn't that the well thing? you're are you, yeah
0: you're detoxing at night when you're when you're resting is when you're able to so you don't want to be detoxing.
1: digesting when you're trying to detox your time you know so it's you, you don't want to be spending all your time digesting. digesting. So, when you're like eating all day or you're eating all hours, six meals a day, don't need all too. these. Yeah, we don't yeah, need all don't these. Need you all really this. don't need that much, to be honest with you. You don't need to be eating like big meals. You don't, your body can get by on, especially now, like a lot of people aren't even really exercising that much. Hopefully, you are. But I know I'm a lot more sedentary now since COVID. COVID.
0: And you got to do, do what you can when you can. Yep, twisties, you got to do what you can when you can. You're it just and it is this.
1: Let's do my little...
0: Let's do her But now you start started doing your push-ups.
1: Yeah, I'm going to do my push-ups on the... But yeah, I, I know my body's not needing as much food.
0: You know? Well, you have to make sure you have proper protein yeah. and healthy fats. And then you fill in around with whatever veg you yeah. want. But that's the key. If you're not getting enough protein or enough fats, that's- you're not going to be satisfied. And, if you're, and that's what I'm saying about our children. There's often, like, I think parents think they're going to starve their kids. And they need, like, all these snacks throughout the day. They but don't. if you think about... What is a bag of potato chips? It's just a processed carbohydrate that's going to raise your blood glucose level and then you're going to crash. You're going to feel hungry and unsatisfied anyway. Yeah. And the kids are, especially it's the, with the homeschool, they're just
1: sitting around a lot. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. just sitting. I too am witness long. to that. It's yeah. too much.
0: But a great thing with broth, too, sometimes with my kids, I just say it's a non-negotiable, and they have a mug of broth on the side of their meal, mm-hmm. and that way I know I'm getting it into them. Actually, I had a mama on the other day mm-hmm. who was healing her child of severe eczema, mm-hmm. and she said they would race a song, and I'm like, what do you mean race a song? But they had, like, Michael Jackson Bad or whatever was his favorite song, and he'd have to finish his broth by the end of the song. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that's a good idea. If you're trying to get it into your kids, because a lot of kids are healing, and a lot of mamas are trying to heal their children and um, any little tips and tricks to get it into them or making it fun or um, often like a reward system is, you know, or just, you know, like my dad used to say, you know, eat your
1: dinner by the time the hand gets to the six o'clock or you're going to get spanking.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> Nine children in her family. Nine. I lived to tell the children. story. I One lived. bathroom. You lived, Ugh. but you ate, right? You guys ate. And that's what some, my mom cooked was, every day. Yeah. And, and back in the day it was like, you know you went out after school and you played and, played and played and played and played and you came in for dinner it wasn't like after school you sat and played video games no. for six hours and then had dinner and then you went back to your video games and like, then had and
1: then, then a, ate ice cream you know it's yeah not, it's just it's not it's a different time you it's know? a
0: different time so
1: you do you i know. honestly felt hungry a lot to be truthful as a and, kid yeah like hungry as in like I think it was in a in a good way, meaning yeah, you were you know, ready. For I was meal. ready for my meal. Like when it was dinner time, I was like, "When is dinner?" Like I had gone a long time without food. You know, I was at school. We had lunch, maybe a small snack after school, whether it's an apple or something like that. But by t- time dinner came, I was ready Ravenous. to eat. I yeah, wanted, you know, and there wasn't a lot to go around. You know, so you just sort of you got what you got, and you were fine.
0: I mean, yeah. we live. I know. I think I met a guy. I mean, I met a guy. I can't remember how many kids his parents had. It might have been like 14. And I was just like, how did they feed you all? And he's like, his mom used to say, just add another cup of water to the beans. Yeah. But if you can make that water broth, you're at least getting in. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about beans another time. Yeah. Oh, that's B. We mm-hmm. could have talked about beans. Shusky, we can add it. Beans well, are good. Yeah, beans. but you have to properly prepare the, the, them. The cr- but that's a whole other topic, But... Beans do I need to a be, be properly prepared, or else it can be very hard on digestion. And So we want to make sure to soak our beans. Um, so, cause they have these enzyme inhibitors and we're getting off the topic, but uh, things that kind of protect the bean, like kind of a toxic poisonous coating, but that was their defense mechanism in nature. They can't get up and like run away from their predators. So uh, it's important for us to break them down outside of the body. And then our body can actually. It's a good bee to remember just, just with your bean beans, break them beans. down. Put broth it with your beans break too. Break them down. That helps. And so, and actually we put, um, a pig ear in our beans sometimes oh, at school. I know Rita wouldn't have those, but Sally Fallon from the Weston Price Foundation, she came and she's just like, just this amount of nutrition in the children is so huge. So if you can get over those things and start to realize, I said, um, To another um, mama, actually, I think it was Molly from Apricot Lane Farms who did The Biggest Little Farm. If you guys want to watch that amazing, amazing movie, uh, talk about the cycle of life and closed loop system on a farm. But Mm. when you're going through a healing protocol and you it's kind of like a live or die type of thing or you just feel miserable and you understand the benefits and the, the healing powers of bone broth and using the whole animals and the organ meats and uh, the bones, then you kind of move through that squeamish fear um, kind of, uh, what am I trying to say? That feel feeling very that, quickly because yeah. you want so desperately to heal and you will do anything and you know what makes you feel good. So um, so sometimes it takes that frying pan to the head to have that wake-up call to sort of say, okay, I have to do this. Yeah. But what we're trying to do is really get you guys um, – to the point where you don't have to wake up, wait for the wake-up call. You you are empowered before that, and we actually move into prevention, and we're setting ourselves up with, you know, our children up with a lifetime of health and wellness, and they can pursue their dreams yeah. and not be chasing health. So, Well, it's just a situation where you have to do what you,
1: you have to, you have to practice what you preach. So you can't, we can't tell our kids, you shouldn't eat that junk, and then we're over here having chips ourselves, you know. We have to, you have to just they watch you. So as I always say that I've I watched my mom. So whatever my mom cooked, that's the only thing I really learned how to cook was whatever I saw my mom cook. So I knew how to make spaghetti and chili and macaroni and cheese. And you know, just the, the normal meals that you'd make for a big family. That's what we had. And like Hillary was saying, she went through the, the, the whole processed food age. So with her, she probably first did know how to cook from her mom, the right, Way I say right, meaning just ancestral the, the one ancestral one kind. way um, with the broths and the stuff. Well, I remember my grandmother you know, using what they stuff, had and Yeah, they didn't have anything. So then when these convenient things came in in the boxes and the, you know,
0: you know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Well, and I think another tip too is that a lot of people like in my mom's generation will say like, well, you know about the processed foods like well we eat it and we're fine but the thing that's different is like my grandmother and my mom their foundation was so solid mm-hmm. they didn't have all these processed convenience no. foods and they just so, weren't around they just weren't around right and it was just like that they had those things like bone broths just infused in the gravy it's just as instinctual to when they keep like they have lard they yeah, have the bacon all that grease stuff. all this stuff, and the sourcing from animals was there were no factory farms, right? Mm-hmm. So they can say, well, we're healthy and we we eat this junk, but they're forgetting that their foundation was so solid. And what's happening now is our... You're reading a text? Tonight? It was from know. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, do we need a rad moment? I loves. He's, he's, he's not available. We're going to have rad moments at some point, but... Love you. He said he just sent us a voice message. Did he? Ooh, let's see who's done. Well, we have these rad moments because we have a friend, Rad Tony, who's just... So heart-centered, such a soulful man, and he has just such a, a longing for peace and love and uh happiness in this world, right? And he's just spreading radness here throughout. So let's have let's a see, let's, see. let's have let's a rad. Let's let's rad moment. Let's end it with a rad moment because it's two o seven and then we gotta go. Oh, Rita's landlords coming. We gotta go. Well, okay, let's here we go. Ready? I think you should put it right up to the. I'm gonna let's see. Okay, let's play Tony. Moment.
1: Rad moment, but go visit uh, Instagram at radhuman and you'll see Tony. He'll, he's awesome. Here we go. Let's see how we're going to end. First it. rad moment. me perfect.
2: See. You know, I was thinking about what's the raddest thing that we can do. And I think the raddest thing that we can do is that every moment be present, be present with ourselves because the real presence and the real present is the gift of life is to be present and that's the gift it's just being present because every second every moment is another opportunity to feel all your senses and to be totally alive mm. and life has us going all directions sometimes we'll be in balance sometimes we'll be we'll be really sad Sometimes we'll be, uh, you know, one of our kids got hurt um, or a grandparent or somebody's sick or we're not feeling well. But the greatest gift that we can do is to keep on coming back to the present moment and to keep, keep, keep coming back to balance. And that's why food and rehydration and having our salts, all the different things with our food components and how we sleep, how we rest, how we relax, and how we connect with ourselves, how we connect with our loved ones. The simplest person in our life which is ourselves and then, you know, the outer of those people, our family members, people we work with. I don't know. That's what I would say. <laughs> That's to me is the raddest thing, it's being present. Being present is the gift.
0: Tony. Tony needs a podcast. Tony. Oh, my gosh. That's just what I need to hear. you, here. He's a gift. He's a gift. So we're going to be bringing you Tony's rad moments. Oh, Hopefully my gosh. once a podcast, oh my, once a podcast right? He needs to come on. He does. We'll have him on wow. for sure. He's but great. I love that where he said, you know, because we're in and out of balance sometimes, right? And the body wants to be in balance. Mm. But maybe it's really embracing that that fluctuating... Thing of life, right? We can't always be in balance. Whether you're upset emotionally or you're upset internally, and there's like life is so full of surprises. So to be present
1: and just be ready. So what is what's yeah. the boy, the Boy Scout saying is to be prepared On my honor and be prepared. and be prepared and be prepared. So when you're prepared, when you have your kitchen is set up for success, what's you're mean? gonna be okay. I Time think that means I just stop <laughs> talking. Done. <laughs> How do you stop it? When, How do you stop your alarm?
0: We're yeah, dinosaurs. We, so we we're self- anyway, dinosaurs. We so we're self-proclaimed dinosaurs. So. We're going to have... I got to uh, go because my the landlord's landlord. coming. But anyway, <laughs> I think that is so... Um, just you, be Callie. present. Be gentle with yourself. Our whole intention is to meet you where you are. To not say you have to be making bone broth tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But just maybe you're maybe just but this week start and it. scratch the surface yeah. and find your bones. Like if you can find a local farmer or uh, reach out to your local Weston A. Price chapter leader. There's chapter leaders all across the world. Weston A. Price Foundation. Um, you know, I'm not affiliated with them in any way, but they did change my life, and I know I appreciated having those um, chapter leaders that I could reach out to yep. and say, "Where do I get my, you know, pastured chicken? Where am I going to get my beef bones?" And these people are designed to have all the answers for that. So, um, so just we're just going to keep pointing you, point you in the right. In we're the
1: kind of keep pointing you in the direction of nutrition and, and, balance. and balance, and nothing is perfect, but just keep
0: going. Well C J keep... said always forward, never straight. Always forward right? no, I said That's, that. but you did?
1: Always forward, I never she straight. Did. No, someone told me that.
0: Oh, cool. and then I told well, you. She okay. She was more what she does the ship thing. Oh right. What's the ship I don't thing remember. on the ship. Anyway, well we digress. Okay. Remember, though, always forward, never straight. Life is not a straight line, right? Mm-hmm. So you just keep showing up, like Tony said. You just keep showing up day after day. And be, and present. The pre- be the, present. The present is the present. It's a, right? gift, it's a gift because gift. you never know what tomorrow will bring. We already sang that song. So what's our song to end on? We do need a song. <laughs> Everybody tune in to Reed Ross on her carry-off key every Friday night. <laughs> she takes the mic for an hour or so with Davy 6000 on the ivory oh my god <laughs> and i have just the most fabulous voice so well, it's a b ba- sure song it. right a b song okay. let's find a b song let's baby let's do it all right let's do it um, bones is there anything about bones Ooh, do i know this song oh you get to have the real mic i don't know if i know this song who is it tell me i
1: don't want another
0: pretty uh-huh.
1: I don't want just you can sing to me.
0: I will not want to go to waste. I want you mm-hmm. and your beautiful, souls. beautiful soul Beautiful Tony soul, Tony yeah. Rabbit. Tony, I'll be the backup singer I don't know any beautiful of Beautiful soul Who sings it? I don't know Is it Jason Bieber? No <laughs> It's just somebody But we love you and you we said. love you Tony We love you all Our intention is really to empower you mamas We need this tribe of mama's to rise up and really take back our kitchens, right? Take back our health. Infuse it in our kids, your kids live what they learn, right? They live what they learn. So when you are showing up every day, they are learning. When you are beautiful mm-hmm. soil. <laughs> That's it. And game over. Well, so we'll see you next time see on the you Muppet next Show. Time on the Muppet Show. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate it. Next week will be C. And so, um, what did we say was going to be C? Cookies and cakes? No. Cookbooks? <laughs> Cookbooks? Cookbooks we love. We could start with that. Chicken. Oh, chicken it was. But we really just remember. talked we'll all about chicken. chicken. So we can well, do we'll more decide. chicken. We should maybe bring a chicken. Maybe. Maybe show you guys how to roast it. That would be pretty cool. Right. If you have any ideas, any recipes you want to share all about chicken, maybe we should do chicken and cookbooks or should we just stick to one? I think we're getting ahead of ourselves when we try and do – we couldn't have fit broth and bread in today. Not really no way. Bread is this whole thing. We'll go S for sourdough. Yes, we'll go to S for sourdough. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So next week, all things chicken – We'll see. Or should we do cookbooks? But we want to give them an answer so that they can tune in and we'll eat. just cut tune in and find out. We'll tune in and find out. It's going to be next. a surprise. of surprises. Maybe we'll be at our chicken farmer's farm. Who Ooh, knows? Maybe. We're going to be taking some trips for sure. Oopsie Daisy. Oopsie Daisy. Okay. Well, I guess we got to okay, go. Okay. We love you all. Thanks for tuning in. Okay. See you next week.